Hello, Diamond Girls. This is Adrienne Everhart. I just wanted to add this quick update to all of my most popular podcast episodes to say thank you. Because of you, my podcast is now listed in the top 10 on Apple and Spotify. That's for people who are searching the terms relationship advice or relationship advice for women. So if you haven't already, please take a moment to follow me, rate and review my podcast. This helps other women just like you find my podcast episodes and see how their life can get so much better, bigger, and more meaningful with the power of feminine energy. Again, thank you for supporting my podcast. Because of you, more and more women are finding my show. Thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Adrienne Everhart, your feminine energy dating relationship coach. I'm so happy to have you join me for today's podcast, which is what a man desires more than love. I'm going to share with you two attributes that men really crave to have in a relationship. And those two things are respect and accepting when a man says no. Now, before you think, okay, I have to lie down and be a doormat and accept his no and respect him no matter what. That's not what this is about. It's actually about recognizing these really subtle ways a woman in her masculine energy challenges a man. I help you get in touch with your natural feminine energy. I'm going to give you some great tips and tools on how to do this. And also there's loads of Q&A at the end of the podcast. You're really going to enjoy it. We had a great time. So I hope you enjoy this podcast today on what a man wants more than love. So hi everyone. I'm Adrienne Everhart. I'm your feminine energy dating and relationship coach. I'm going to talk about what a man needs more than love. There is something that men crave actually more than love, if you can believe it. So what is it that a man needs more than love? Well, there was some research conducted by Dr. Emerson Egridge. He's a speaker, he's an author, and uh, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of him, but he's, he's got an interesting uh, book out there. And he talks about how in his research, a man would rather be cast out and alone than despised and disrespected. So in his opinion, a man really desires respect over love. So my question to all you amazing, beautiful, feminine energy women out there, whenever I hear about research like this, do you think that we really needed research to understand that men crave respect on the level that they do? Do we need, you know, research to tell us that most of you are probably nodding your head like, no, we didn't. We know that men love to be respected. It really fuels masculine energy when a man feels respected. And it's kind of hard to believe that they crave it more than love, but I can kind of get it. So as an intuitive feeling woman, you know, we don't need this research to tell us that a man likes to feel honored, respected, and also loved. He needs all of those things. But Apparently, if he had to choose one, being important and admired and respected, that is actually above actual love. So there's a couple of things I want to talk about in regards of respect, which is what a man really craves. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what respect is and what it isn't and how you can use this in your life 
with your relationship with the, with a man and relationship with really everyone in your life, including yourself. A couple of things I want you to think about is, you know, you can respect a person. You can have a lot of respect for a person, but not love them. And you can also love a person very much, but have little to no respect for them, right? We've experienced that. So what is respect? What does it have to do with feminine energy, masculine energy? So respect can actually take on a lot of different forms and understand that respect is actually a feeling. It's a feeling a man has that he's being respected. He's respected in his community, his wife, his girlfriend. She respects him. It's a feeling he gets from you. So there is the respect that you earn with your actions and your words, being dependable, being consistent, having good morals. And I also believe having an ability to admit your faults and really be human, you get a lot of respect with me that way because no one's perfect, right? But there's also this inherent respect that we can hop right over, especially for women in our masculine energy. And this type of respect, nothing will leave a guy exhausted and feeling disrespected faster. And I hear about it in my one-on-one coaching with women. I hear about it in my ABCs to get him back program, which is all about accepting and honoring a man's no. So at some point, a man says no to us in some way or another, and we don't accept it. I'm going to talk about that in this podcast, accepting the man's no, how it is a powerful way to give him that respect and just actually how it can repair your relationship with the man. It's amazing how this works. Accepting a man's no is really about how masculine and feminine energy play into that vital need he has for respect. It's about a balance. So let's talk a little bit about what does it mean to accept a man's no and how does this work? So there are so many ways a man can tell us no every day. A man can tell you no, and it can be a type of rejection. No, I don't see a future for us. No, I don't feel the same way anymore. No, I don't want to get back together. No, I don't want to stay married. That's his no. A man can change plans. You know, I I thought I wanted to go out tonight or I thought I wanted to do this, but now I don't. That's his no. He can want to do things his way. You can have a great idea about how to do something and get something done. And the man will come along and say, no, I don't want to do it that way. He can change his mind and he cannot want to participate. You know, I was going to go to your cousin's wedding with you, but now, no, I'm not going. So the thing about a no, when you say it to a masculine energy woman, you say it to a modern woman, is that we gear up for struggle. So how many of you right now, you're thinking about a man telling you no, and you might instantly feel this resistance. And now, Adrian, you're telling me I need to respect him. (laughs) I need to respect his no and accept his no. And I just want you to notice what feelings you get in your body when you, you know, begin to imagine embracing a man's no, accepting it. Okay, so let's go a little further. When you accept a man's no, it's not about giving up your boundaries in your personal rights, your freedoms, the things that are important to you. But when you accept a man's no and you don't try to negotiate, you end that struggle. The tension between you two is just instantly gone. It's gone and he can feel it. He can relax. So when he says, no, I don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore. And you go, 
Whew. Yeah, I'm really going to miss you, but okay. It just falls. The energy just falls because there's no more tension. He's expecting you to resist this. He's expecting you to fight him on some level to get back your masculine energy control. What you believe is masculine energy control. It's all a big illusion. It's all about what you're feeling. But when he relaxes and you can be free of these expectations and shift what would normally be, I want to get it my way to curiosity, the energy and the relationship changes and things can begin to be repaired. We can't have repair when we're under stress. But when you get curious, how is this going to work now? How's it going to work for me? How's it going to work for him? You get really curious about it. Your energy is off the man. And as you know, in my feminine energy, on my YouTube channel, all my programs, I'm always talking about peeling your energy off the man, right? When you peel that energy off of him, you're no longer struggling. You've accepted his no. You actually give your relationship the very best chances to turn around. And the best chances for him to maybe change his mind, especially if he's being, maybe it's a little bit of a power struggle, but understand this ladies, nothing positive is gained through force. So as long as we're trying to get him to change and trying him to go back and understand why this is not a good idea and why we should not accept his no, we're having that forceful energy. But when you accept his no, just like that, you let it out of your hands. The struggle is over. We can now heal. Things can change and evolve. And get curious about that. Curiosity is this wonderful emotional elixir that makes life so inviting. And you become that invitation, your joy, your warmth becomes an invitation to the man and everyone in your life. So I want to talk a little bit about when you want to listen to a man and when to understand they're just words. So there's a time when you want to listen to him when he's saying no. And then there's a time when a man will use a lot of words and we want to believe them all. We hold on to them and say, well, you talked about marriage within the first three months of us dating. You talked about it all the time, but it's just words. So there are words that are flattery, promises, sweet talk, but they don't have any action. Because remember, masculine energy is about action. So in the moment, he means those things. You are the most beautiful girl in the world. He would like to drive around some neighborhoods and look at houses. He would like to get married one day. In the moment, he does mean those things. But do his words have follow through? Do they have action? The time that you want to listen to a man is when he says, I cannot be with you. I can't do this. My favorite, you deserve someone better. You're so sweet. You're so good to me. You deserve someone better. Or if he says, I can't be in a relationship right now. I can't be married right now. I can't keep going like this. You boldly and bravely accept his no. So let's go a little deeper on that and what it means. Cause I'm giving you a lot to what to do. And I want to give you the why. So let's look at how masculine energy feels about hearing a no, because when we're rejecting a person's no, we're in that masculine energy. We're being more confrontational. We're resisting things being different. Don't get me wrong. There's absolutely a time and a place to not take no for an answer. And that's where you have to really trust your boundaries and be in touch with who you are and know when to fight a person on a no. Now, masculine energy, when they're faced with hearing a no, you know, I was in sales for years and a no was known as overcoming objections, where you had to find 
You had to think of every way a person could tell you no and overcome that objection. So in the Western world, you know, if you want something, you go out and get it and you don't stop at anything. Sometimes also we don't want to accept a no because we're selfish. We just want it our way, right? We've all felt this way. We just want it our way. This one was a big one for me. I would not want to accept someone's no because I wanted to win. There were probably some other things going on, but I like to win. I like to get it my way. I like debating and I liked winning. My most favorite is just that we believe our way is better. We have a strong belief that my way is better. I know how to do this. So we do not accept another person's no, sometimes especially a man. But feminine energy does a completely different thing with no. And I want you to just consider these. Consider how different this may feel in your life instead of resistance and control. Feminine energy can respond to a no in a lot of different ways that are more subtle but really encourage growth and healing. One of the first things I tell my clients when they're going through a breakup or they're getting rejected in some way, do not say, I understand, I understand. You're going through a hard time. I understand you're still thinking about your ex. I understand your job is really tough right now. I understand. Don't say you understand if you don't understand, because I want you to have the energy of, I cannot understand why a man would not be with a goddess like myself. I don't understand why any man would walk out on wonderful, beautiful me. I want you to have that confidence. Not like, oh, you know, I get it. I understand. No, you don't. So drops trying to be there for him emotionally. He's a man. He's got to figure this out. And when you give him that respect, you don't discredit your own natural feminine energy and yourself and your self-esteem. We're not going to discredit that solely to help this man out emotionally. That doesn't help him grow. I don't understand. No, I don't understand why you don't want to be in a relationship. I can sit here. This is my next one. Nod and listen. Make eye contact. You can do that. You can hear him out. You can give that other person, the respect of just listening to them. And then you can respect their boundary. If they say, I just can't do this anymore, or I don't want to go to your cousin's wedding or whatever it may be (laughs) with a guy, I'm going to go buy that motorcycle I've been looking at. Hmm. Okay. That's their boundary. You've got to respect it. You can ask them, is this open for discussion at all? Or can we talk about it? or tell them how you feel, but you have to process what their no means for you, not for them and their psychology. You have to process what it means for you and how it affects your boundaries and your preferences. Are you tired of feeling misunderstood, ignored, or frustrated by the men in your life? Do you wish you knew how to communicate with them in a way that makes them listen, respect and adore you? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to check out my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. This ebook is a comprehensive guide to help you master the art of feminine communication and get what you want from any man in an authentic, warm, loving, caring way. Whether you're single, dating, or in a relationship, this ebook teaches you how to express your feelings, needs, and desires in a way that makes him want to please you and commit to you. You'll learn how to avoid common mistakes that push men away, how to use your voice and body language to attract and keep attention, and how to handle conflict and disagreements without losing his respect, and much, much more. 
Plus, you'll get access to my two-day video class that teaches you a lot of body postures and poses that you can use in a lot of different situations so you'll never run out of the right words to say. 500 Ways to Talk to a Man is the ultimate resource for any woman who wants to improve her communication skills and create a deeper connection with the man in her life. Don't miss this opportunity to transform your love life and get my ebook today. Go to www.everheartcoaching.com and get your copy. The link is below in the description. So let's look at that motorcycle one. The guy comes home. You guys, I'm tired of this. I'm taking $10,000 out of the bank. (laughs) Tired of driving my car. I'm buying that motorcycle I want to buy. So when you accept that, no, like here's my line in the sand, he's waiting for you to go. What are you saying? You're crazy. You can't take that money out for our kids college fund or whatever. But when you go, okay, wow. I feel, I feel really scared about that though. Now you're opening up room for conversation. You see, cause he's thinking you're going to resist him and you're not going to respect his word or his no or his boundary. So you're going to process what it means to you. You're going to see how it affects your boundaries and preferences, and you're going to find how you feel. Now, this last one is a big one. I have struggled with this with so many of my clients who do not want to accept their partner's no because they don't trust he's going to figure it out. That's ultimately what you're saying is I don't believe you have this. But when you accept his no, it means you know what? You know better then I do what you need, mister. You know better than I do. In an ideal world, we all need to communicate a certain way and have, you know, all these healthy values and routines and things like this. But in a man's world, he has to figure that out for himself. He can't be taught it. He has to figure it out for himself. He has to go to the cave and you have to trust that he actually knows what's better for him, not you. And this is his cosmic journey. It's for him to figure out, not for you to figure out and solve for him because you would be in your masculine energy. So we're going to recap a little bit, and then we're going to go into a couple of Q&A about this topic. So when a man feels he's respected and his no is accepted, that struggle ends for him. This creates an opportunity to heal whatever's going on because there's no struggle. There's no focus all on him. So instead of strife surrounding his heart, there's like space around his heart. He's really ready. He has that space and it can be filled with love instead of resistance or conflict. Often you have to just lean back and allow him that time and space to work it out and solve it. He might have to grieve you like crazy. He might have to miss you. He might have to wonder who you're dating now. He has to feel these things. You see, so when you accept his no, you're allowing him to now process the repercussions of his words and what it is he wants. He's got to solve it as a man. And then as women, when we accept a man's no, we have that respect for him, for his, he's making his own decisions. We align with our feminine energy. We're no longer in this tense place of controlling the outcome. We can relax. We can go back to focusing on what is really important to our hearts 
and our mental and physical well-being. We let go of that control. We keep our boundaries in check. You know, we're not going to agree, accept his no, if he wants to do something crazy, we're always going to have our boundaries about our physical and emotional well-being, but you're going to process how you feel. And again, you're going to trust as a man, he can figure it out. If he can't solve his issues, I want you to ask yourself, is this the man you really want to love and respect for life? So if this guy isn't good at solving things, is he really your dream guy? I want you to be able to ask yourself that and take some of this information I've given you and experiment with growing respect in all of your relationships, your relationships with your children, your relationships with your friends, yourself, just see how often you hear a person say no and how willing you are to accept it. Now, before I take your Q and a, again, I want to stress, there's definitely a time you don't want to accept a person's no, and you have to fight for yourself. I have a, um, quick story about when my husband and I were separating our, my insurance was changing and somehow my renewal had gone to his new address, not to my home address. And I called up the company and I said, I've got to renew. And they said, no, no, you've missed this by two months. We can't renew. I said, let me talk to a supervisor. And she goes, I can tell you right now you're wasting your time. And I said, I don't care. I want to go to the tap. I want to talk to whoever's in charge. I got on the phone with the supervisor. I explained the situation that during our separation, you know, mail goes to different places and I didn't have the chance to renew it. And they reinstated my health insurance. And just think about how big that would have impacted me going without insurance for a year and how I had to fight in that moment and not accept someone's no. But of course, the message that I'm sending you today is a much more subtle way, but important way of accepting a person's no. All right. I'm going to go to my Q&A screen here, and I see that Natalie has her hand raised. Go ahead and unmute, Natalie. Hi, Adrian. Hi, how are you? Hi, Hi. good. I'm a little nervous, but <laughs> um, I'm a big fan. Oh, oh, I think we're losing you a little bit there, Natalie. I think your connection might be a little bad. How about we come back to you here in a second and see if you can't get your connection a little better? Yeah. Oh, shucks. I hate that. Um, who is up next? Who else has their hand raised? I'd like to talk a little bit about boundaries and accepting a man's no. Okay, Shauna. Hi there. How are you? I can't hear you yet. Sometimes there's a little... I have my mute on. That's what it was. How are you doing? What's going I'm on doing... in your world? I'm doing good. You know, I'm actually um uh, have a two-part question, but I'll ask immediately about the um, what you were just talking about as far as the no. That was a perfect example, too, by the way. It broke it down because um, in my mind, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, so that was a good, the insurance one was a good one. I, I find that um, being able to, when you hear that no at first, you do have this process in your mind um, of how do I handle this? And the pause kind of helps. But do you have any um, techniques as far as how to, because we, because like you said, we know that they expect the resistance. They expect you to say something. And I tend to go with silence, but I'm not too sure if that's <laughs> always the, the, the direct way. And if there's uh, maybe something I should fill in, but the, I know the silence kind of gets the curiosity, but it keeps the defenses up, I think. Um, so that was one. And then the other is that do you, in order for folks to get coaching from you, do they have to be um, in a current relationship or could they be in that process of just, you know, hey, I want to get prepared. I'm preparing. I want to do the whole dating thing. Do you coach in that on that level too? 
Oh, so good questions. Um, so I'll take the last one first. That's kind of the easiest one. The best way that right now for anyone who's new to this process, I have so many YouTube videos out there that you can watch. There's so many ways to learn. I have my group, I Heart Love Academy, but also I have my programs. And if you're getting back out there, you know, you're rediscovering dating or you are in a dating relationship, Fem Tools for Dating is the best place to start. That and 500 Ways to Talk to a Man ebook. Those are some of the best ways to just get that knowledge within. Uh, I really don't want to coach someone and teach them something that I already have in a program that they can go buy for $27 or $47. So start with the programs. And now the other question, you said something, you really made me smile because you said when I'm silent, I can feel the tension in the, the room. I can feel it, right? <laughs> and you're, you're absolutely right because they're waiting. They're like waiting for that shoe to drop. What's going to happen? My favorite thing to do in that moment is just a very simple, okay. You know, you can be reluctant. You can deliver that okay so many different ways, whether it's a reluctant, like, okay, you know, okay, okay. Practice your okays and just, yeah. And just accept them and then see what happens and see if he doesn't just immediately kind of lighten up his energy a little bit uh, when you say, okay, can you kind of imagine that in your mind saying, okay? Yeah, <laughs> I can, but I can see that can open up a little bit of a, especially when I'm, when you're thinking about a person who's used to the challenge back and forth, because, because like you said, this isn't just good for, um, you know, your dating relationships, but I have an adult son that I find a lot of these techniques really, really work with. So mm -hmm. I'm just like, um, you know, the okay, the, I, I, I think it maybe works, would you say, depending on how well the person knows you, because if they don't know what your okay means, right, right, <laughs> they don't know right. how long your silence time, time frame is, then um, I think it works better. But if they do know you, then... <laughs> They know the whole out or something. Yeah. And you bring up some good points. Um, young men, you know, teenagers, boys, respect is so important for them. You might find with daughters that, I mean, they do want to be respected. No one wants to just be dismissed. But as far as, as you are, you know, what you're saying has this value and importance. It's definitely something that men and boys relate to more than women. So he's great practice for you. everyone. This is Adrian Everhart. If you're enjoying my podcast and also enjoy my YouTube channel, I suggest you go a little bit deeper into one of my self-study programs. I recommend everyone start with my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. It also comes with a two-day video class. This ebook has transformed the lives of so many women because I help you get aligned with your natural feminine energy and learn to speak and phrase your words in a way that really connects to a man's heart instead of challenging him with masculine energy. I can teach you so much more in my self-study programs. I have something for every topic that you may be interested in. And of course, New Man Manifesto, which is a 12-week manifesting course. It comes with homework and lots of extras. So head on over to my website, everheartcoaching.com to learn more. 
as far as okay with someone you know or don't know, no, I had a I had a good friend use it on me once. She had been watching some of my videos and we were supposed to travel together. And I was just like, I was having this moment of just too much stuff to do. And I didn't feel like I could really relax on the vacation. And I said, I think I don't want to go. And she was like, okay. Okay. And I was like, well, like, don't you care about me? Don't you want to talk to me about this at all? And she's like, no, if you say you don't want to go, okay. So it works good with men and it can, you know, it can work with a a woman as well, but you got to know also, like, I want to know more about this. I want to be curious, help me understand, you know, why you don't want to go on this trip or like, I want to understand I've accepted, you know, you don't want to go pressure's off, but help me understand how I can be a good friend to you right now. Uh, give me some ideas on how I can support you during this time. You see, these are some great ways to connect with someone. Thank you so much for asking that question, Shawna. Um, let's move on and see who else has their hand up. Let's see. I see a couple of things in chat. I'm coming over here. There we are. Okay. Natalie's back. Let's see if Natalie can connect with us a little better. Hi, I'm back. Hey, oh, great. We can hear you very well now. Okay, so Monday, my boyfriend and I were supposed to hang out and I accepted his no and I thought I did a fabulous job. At it. And um, I, I think, I, you know what? I hate this. I, we, you're still breaking out really yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, you know, there's another class on Sunday. Um, or if you can type this into the chat, I'll see if I can't help you better. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, let's move on. Let's see here. Duran. Yes. Thank you for pronouncing my name perfectly. That oh, really I did. Happens. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. I was going to ask Duran, like the rock group, Duran, Duran. Um, <laughs> I have been following you and uh, utilizing your um, guidance for about, I would say roughly two years now. Um, I discovered you during the pandemic when my uh, guy who was telling me he doesn't, didn't want to be in a relationship um, was treating it like a relationship. And I was super confused. I tend to attract guys who want to be with me a lot, but not with me. And it's really confusing. So um, I bought the absolute best chances to get him back because I was like, is he mine? Is he not? Like, what are we doing? And it was, you know, definitely a situationship that was really hard for me to peel my energy off of. Um, but thankfully, because of your tools and your teachings, I was able to see myself as the prize, you know, and be like, I don't need to be chasing this man down to figure out what he wants. <laughs> you know, let him chase me down if he wants me. And so I'm quantum dating. I've been quantum dating since uh, the summer. And that's been a lot of fun. I mean, I'm really learning a lot about myself. Today, when you said I like to win, I like, I'm like, oh, that's so me. I'm a winner. I'm a winner at everything I do. (laughs) Of course, I want to be in control and win. Um, So because of that, it showed me that my codependency was pretty strong. um, And I ended up going to Codependence Anonymous. But the current guy that I'm with, he's really throwing me for a curve. So he's, he's, I'm still quantum dating. We're not exclusive. And I'm, I'm keep reminding myself, we're not exclusive. We're not exclusive. We're not exclusive. Because at some point, about the three month point, I was thinking, oh, I really like this one. I could just date him. You know, it's fine. And I said, no, you get your ass out there and go on another date. So I've been on three dates since then with different guys and, and have enjoyed those. Um, but it's really confusing when men are saying things. And I know you say, don't listen to their words, mm-hmm. but it triggers us. Like you said, they're triggering us. Some part of me wants to tie onto his every word and believe in it. And, you know, oh, let's see, let's hope, you know, and I have to really constantly remind 
myself, don't do that. So I actually haven't seen, we used to go on dates every week since we met in October. Since October, we've been going on dates every week. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, like he's really showing me, he's stepping up. And then the last three weeks, <laughs> it's only been calls and texts. And he does call and text every day. So I think mm-hmm. on his end, he's thinking, I still got her. You know, I'm calling, I'm texting. And I've leaned way back and I'm like, I'm enjoying my juicy life. But we are uh, scheduled to go on a vacation this weekend for Valentine's Day because again, you know, I was super excited at the time. Um, Back in December, it was a great idea. (laughs) And now I'm wondering, how do I, I haven't seen this guy in three weeks. How do I stay present in reality, knowing that this is just fun. This is just a nice little kind of fling experience. And when I get back home, I need to remember he is not mine. So why would you be telling yourself these things that this is just a fling and this guy is not mine? What is, what is, help me understand that a little bit better. Well, I saw something on the Facebook group today because I'm like a little obsessed with the Facebook group too. Um, And I saw where someone was saying something of the effect of like, it feels like an exclusive relationship, but they need to manage their investment. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. And they they were asking like, how do you know when to keep quantum dating or Mm -hmm. to say, you know what, I'm going to get myself hurt here. I need to pull back. So how do you know when to kick someone out of the rotation is my question. For sure. So there is not to refer you to another program, but there is a, um, I have a program called Fem Tools for Dating. I just and bought it. By the way, I just did. haven't listened yet. <laughs> Perfect. I, I refer that everyone to that one because I actually have like a little timeline, a protocol, and you understand this process you know, it's a very logical process that someone in that quantum five is going to step up and want to claim you and say, you are mine. I want you to be mine. My suggestion is you always date them at least two or three months before you do that, because that's usually when they start to show you what they're really made of. And in the first couple of months, you know, we're, we're all high on all these love drugs and Usually after the third month, the man shows you, and then you have to ask yourself, you know, like, am I, am I down to stick with this for a few more months and see where it goes? So before you commit. So at some point you want to have this conversation with him, which is where do you see us going? Where do you see us going? It feels so good to date in this vacation. It's felt so wonderful. And it feels so good to connect and be in your arms and snuggle up and sleep together at night. Where do you see us going? I also encourage that you have the conversation with guys like seriously, first date, let a man know, oh yeah, you know, I want to be a wife one day. Well, I did that. Can I, can I just jump in? Because I've been taking notes and like listening to you on the way to date. And we had that conversation and that's what got me so excited. He was like, I want to be a husband. I want, I can see myself marrying you and moving you right in. And that's what got me excited. So we've had those conversations where when I asked him, where do you see this going? I see you being my wife. But what, what month was that when you had that conversation? We last had it in January. In January, and, good. And now he's good. Worse. You know, that's the that's always the other one. Okay, that's good, good. <laughs> so, so he's let you know, like, yes, I see this. So this is where Diamond Girls, feminine energy women, get clarity, and we go, you know, I've noticed the past three weeks we have not dated, and when I'm dating someone regularly, I want to see them at least a couple of times a week. Is there something I should know? 
So you're getting clarity. And then also you're like, wow, it feels great to see you and hear from you. But if here's your boundary, if I'm going to be dating someone regularly, I need to see them regularly. I want to go out with them at least once or twice a week. What do you think? So you want to be able to get that clarity, but then also have a boundary. You know, we've all had that guy that wants to date us like because of his kids or his job or whatever it is. He wants to date us like twice a month. It's just not enough for me. It's just not enough for me. If I'm going to date someone, I'm going to lose interest in you. If I don't see you more regularly, when you start expressing that boundary with men, you'll find that those guys are kind of disappearing out of your rotation, like less and less you'll attract that type of man to you. So for this guy, I would get that clarity at some point. Also revisit kind of the terms and agreements you have for dating, which is it's been three weeks and you know, I, I need to see someone more often than that. This feels so good though. And have that conversation. Yeah. What, how does that feel? How would it feel? But I would just wait, let me back up. <laughs> Go enjoy your vacation first. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I was like, Go do that. Fun, yeah. <laughs> Go have fun on the vacation. But if you put him in front of you, it's like a week or so after the vacation, put him in front of you and just say, you know, I've noticed since vacation, we've, you know, we haven't seen each other. And I'm just curious, has something changed? Is there something I should know? And practice with him in front of you and see, you know, and practice beforehand, but practice with him in front of you and have that difficult conversation. So feminine energy women, we are not afraid to have that difficult conversation. And I we've had the conversation and I don't want to keep hammering it. I think he feels like his excuse is valid. Like he's required to work overtime. He's uh-huh. tired. And I'm like, well, you know, got to accept that. No, we make time for what we want. That's right. Got to accept that. No, you got it. So you're yeah. accepting the no and saying, okay, you're too busy. Um, are you okay seeing him just twice a month? Because mm. does he sound like he might be a tap runner here in your quantum? I, I think that he's been engaged, never married. He's 46. He's had like five year relationships. But no. for you, is he yeah. in your quantum five? Is he like your number one or your number two? Yeah, so. I'm trying to figure out how to get another number one. <laughs> I, I, he's He's been the only consistent guy, unfortunately. For sure. So, but he's consistent, but he's just not consistent enough. So I would keep him, but actively actively keep pursuing, give it a little more time. You know, this is still fresh. It's still four or five mm-hmm. months, you know, it's still fresh. So just keep getting that energy out there. Stay focused on what it is you want in a relationship. And if he can't date you as much as you need, and it's hurting you, it's making you ache inside. You can let him know. Say so this is just, you know, it's not you. It's wonderful. It feels so good to be together, be positive, but I'm just not seeing you enough. And this doesn't feel good to me anymore. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. That was You're great. Welcome. Thank you for asking. Okay. Let's see here. I'm going to check in with bless her, Natalie. We're going to give you one more try. Natalie. <laughs> do you want to try and speak or do you want to read your, you want me to read what you've written? You can go down here to chat. Okay. Oh my gosh. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So basically thank you for giving me one more chance. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Um, my, I, I accepted my boyfriend's no, um, the other day we were supposed to hang out and, um, I wanted to go over terms and conditions and with him. Um, but I guess he has a daughter who's going through a crisis and we've been dating, uh, like all together for about a year, but we did have a that was like on and off. So I guess I'll say we've been dating for about a year where we're boyfriend and girlfriend. 
And he might or might not be on the spectrum, but I know we don't want to put like those labels and all that stuff on it. And I am kind of upset because I've never officially met his daughter because when he was ready, I wasn't ready when um, I can was I, ready. Can I just jump in real quick here? Yeah. What What was the no that you accepted? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all over the place. Okay. My no, the no that I accepted was that he said he could not hang out uh, this week because he felt like he was spread too thin oh. and and he, just, he wanted to go into his man cave to problem solve mm-hmm. um, crisis mm-hmm. that he's going through with his daughter. Okay. And, and is that unacceptable for you or is that something well, that you... No, I thought I handled it graciously and I told him and I meant it at the moment. I 100% support you. Like I totally get up. Uh, Maybe, maybe I said, I totally get it. I might've said that. Um, uh-huh. and, um, but then last night I just, I was like, I, you know, I started hearing, like feeling very negative about it and feeling like this is never going to work. He's never going to, we're never going to move our relationship forward. I started to feel like hopeless and he's supposed to, I told him, look, I support you, but I want to hear from you at least every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, that would make me feel safe if I heard from him every other day. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like had this nonchalant attitude that was kind of made me nervous. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, Don't worry. You'll hear from me. And then I started thinking last night, well, if he doesn't call me and if he doesn't like that nasty voice, I'm like, if he doesn't call me and he doesn't do this, like I'm almost like preparing for him to piss me off. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so how do, if he doesn't call me and doesn't meet my boundary or boundary or whatever, Uh how do I respond? How do I set a boundary? And also the issue with his daughter of not meeting her yet. I've, you know, she's going through a crisis. So like, I kind of get it, but like, and how old is she? Is she a minor or is she an adult? 14. Okay. Well, you know, he may not totally be in control. This might be a uh, condition he has with his wife about do kids get to meet, you know, people we're dating, right? So ask about it. Say, you know, I'd really love to meet your daughter one day and this would feel really good uh, to meet her. What do you think? Mm -hmm. And see what he has to say. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, jump into his head and jump into his psychology, but he sounds a little dismissive of you. And uh, based on what you're telling me and, you know, the, the bad thing about telling someone what would feel safe and good to me is to hear from, you know, the guy I'm dating twice a week or every night, you know, this is what would feel good to me. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean they're going to do it. It doesn't mean they're going to do it. We can tell a person our preferences all day long. I like it when a guy opens the door for me, it feels so good. Doesn't mean they're going to do it. A boundary is I will not be in a relationship where I go four or five days without talking to the person I'm dating and having sex with <laughs> and letting spend the night at my house. I just can't do it. Then for right to me, can't do it. This is not going to work for me. That's a boundary. This is affecting my emotional and physical well-being. A preference though is different. So first of all, lean back and kind of like let him get through this crisis because way too often I see the relationship is kind of having a few hiccups anyway. And then a crisis comes along and the woman is like, I'm not getting the attention I need. And we forget about everything. We forget about supporting our partner, being there for them, being understanding, giving them a little bit of time to work through their mess. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just about us and the relationship. Right. Right. 
So I would just um, see if you kind of can't wash up a little mental energy, a little mental, do a little mental cleanse and say, you know what? It's okay if he's going through a crisis right now. It's okay if he doesn't call me every day right now. And his daughter's 14 and God bless him. There's some stuff going on. And I need to just, I'm going to tap my heart and send him some love and just see where this goes. But I will tell you this, if he continues to be dismissive and not invest in this dating relationship, consider telling him this feels amazing. The past year has felt amazing, but I don't feel like we're on the same page. And I'm just curious, how do you feel about us? And he'll say, well, what do you mean we're not on the same page? And say, well, I'm just, you know, we only get to see each other once a week. And I just don't know if we're, you know, I want to be a wife one day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know if this is, we're on the same page with this. I've told him this and I feel like he goes up and down and he says, oh, you know, like, yeah, he gets all excited and amped about it. But at this point, I'm at the point where I want to see actions and I'm getting frustrated and I'm like, where do I draw the line and how much time do I give him? Because I feel like I've done your three months, yeah. like maybe three times, which is embarrassing. <laughs> like, but You're not alone. We've made a lot of progress to be fair. We have made a lot. He yeah. has improved. So I'm like, I don't know if it's worth just dumping him because I do see improvement. I just don't right. know. Enough. Right. For sure. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of dumping until you have someone else to take his place in your quantum five. But I think you can say, you know, at some point, first of all, show him that you can support him during a hard time, you know, mm-hmm. be that person for him. But at, at some point you have to say, you know, we've talked about this a time or two and I'm really, I really, I want to be a wife one day. And I know we talk about it. We get so excited and it feels so good, but you know, this just doesn't seem to be happening. I don't think we're on the same page. So gosh, I th- I'm just going to have to keep my options open. And he'll say, well, what does that mean? Or you can say, this is my favorite. This is part of walking away. Walking away is so powerful. It doesn't mean you have to actually exit the relationship, but you can just say, I just don't know anymore. I just don't know. It can be in your energy. He goes, Hey, you want to come out Friday night? We're going out movie. I don't know. I just don't. What, what, what's wrong with you? I don't know how I feel about us anymore. I don't know because you don't. So instead of putting on that brave face and, you know, going out and doing stuff and wanting to meet his daughter, I'd be like, I don't know if I want to meet your daughter right now. Cause I don't know where we're going. Yeah. And then the energy shifts. Okay. Because then he's like, Oh my God, I need to, I need to fix everything with my beautiful Natalie or I'm going to lose her. <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel like maybe it's getting close to walking away because I feel like I've, I've done these things and, and he, like I've said, I've seen improvement, but then it just seems to be like, he's like, do 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 And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> it gives you what you need in the moment. And then he just does what he wants to do. So right. yeah, you've got a lot to think about. Sometimes walking away, I'm telling you, I mean, I'm a married lady because I walked out. I just said, look, I, I love you. I'm crazy about you, but I want to be a wife. I know I want to be a wife. Jeff laughed at me. Yeah. He laughed at me. And I was like, I'll miss you. And then I could tell, like I was getting in my car and he was like, I could see it on his face. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then like a week went by and he wrote me this long letter, giving him me all these reasons we shouldn't be together. Like every day I used to try and write a re- reply to that letter. <laughs> and by the time I finally had a reply, guess who came knocking on my door wanting to marry me? Right. You see? And yeah. so I, I just think walking away, it might be good for you. It might be good for him, but you can still also keep dating him mm-hmm. even though you walk away. 
All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, keep us posted. Um, I will. Good question. We're going to take, um, you know, I have time for a really quick one. One more. I'm trying to keep this at about an hour. Let's see. Karen's had her hand up here. <laughs> Hi there, Karen. Are you there? I'm there. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you great. Okay, great. Thanks. I'll try and keep it quick because I know you don't have time. So I recently walked away from my, um, I call him my ex-boyfriend now because he recently told me no a couple of times. And I'm wondering, listening to your podcast now, if I should have handled it differently. So we were in a relationship for a year and a half. He has a child with an ex and he went to stay there with her over the holidays in the house. And he still hasn't told the ex-girlfriend that he's in a relationship because he says it would upset her. So it's happened before, but this time it just felt like a boundary. it upsets me a lot that he stays in the same house and not in a hotel. feels weird that I'm still hidden after a year and a half. Um, I feel like he needs to show her that he's moved on. It was also the week before my birthday. He promised me back for it. So I voiced all this repeatedly. Like I tried to follow your teachings and say, it really doesn't feel good to me. Something just doesn't feel right about this, but you being there now over the holidays. And he basically... Um, he said he understood what I was feeling and he said he might stay in a hotel, but then he didn't. And then he just became really angry with me basically and said, no, I'm not coming back and you're nagging me and you're prodding me. And I, of course, was going on too much. Probably this was by text message and by calls, I was quite upset. And then he just decided not to come back for my birthday. And for me, this was just like a line in the sand and it just felt really hard. And um, I'm just wondering if I should have handled it differently. You know, he came back and then I basically just pulled back after that. I was warm, but I just didn't say much. And then he came back and I tried to talk to him about it. I saw he was just going to get angry. And I said, you know what? It looks because what he was showing me, I thought in his actions was that he doesn't really treasure me, that I'm not really important to him because if he's so that's what I'm wondering. So I basically said, I feel like we want different things because I want to be a wife. I want to be in a loving. Well, you want a guy who doesn't live with his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Well, he right. went to stay with her and he always stays in her house. And he said it was because of COVID, but he has in the past and there's always an excuse. And I just didn't feel good about it. Yeah. No, <laughs> I know. I mean, uh, you know, my thing was um, with a guy, I'm like, I don't want you hanging out with your ex. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen with me. I'm not that type of girl. You cannot have a lot of girlfriends and they're such good friends and you know, and you used to date them, but there's nothing happening anymore. I don't care. It's not going to work for me. That's just my boundary. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. I don't like this either. I think you totally did the right thing. You know, I will tell you that recently I had two different clients, people that I love and adore, women that matter so much to me that I kept telling them the same thing about their relationship because they kept wondering when their guy was going to pop the question. And I mean, years were going by. One gal had moved in with the guy, helped him decorate, do a renovation. She always had an excuse. Another person, you know, uh, it had been long distance and now they were back together and all this stuff. Both of these guys come to find out we're still married. Wow. Yeah. And it wrecks a person. It wrecks a woman. And this is the type of crap a guy will do and get away with if you don't let them know, hey, you're staying at an ex-girlfriend's house. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No, not going to happen. When I first met uh, Jeff, he he was like, oh, I'm still going to help my ex. They had had a farm. I'm still going to help her with just some heavy lifting about once a week. And I said, well, you're not going to date me. <laughs> like you're going up to her farm, helping her lift. You're not dating me then. That's not how it's going to work. So I really want all of you to have these high value boundaries for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that if a man wants to be with you, that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to be there. And, it, you know, especially I think 
into your late 30s and 40s and beyond, it can be a little difficult working out all the details. But when you change your energy to that of, you know, these are my boundaries, this is where I'm at, you will start to attract these men. I talk about moving up the tier, um, up the tiers, like these steps. You'll really start to attract men that this is not in question at all. Showing up, being there for you, claiming you, committing to you. It is no doubt in their mind that you are the person that they want to be with. And that's what I want you to have. So, um, so you're no longer dating this guy, Karen, you're not seeing Um, him anymore. No, I, well, we're in a long distance relationship and now he's messaging saying he'd like to come see me. Um, he basically wants to still go on a holiday together, even though we're broken up. I'm, I basically, I just don't know how to make this about, I don't know if I should make this about the boundary about what like him and the ex and about showing up for my birthday, which I have so much anger and resentment about, but I'm not voicing it because I'm trying to just move on. But then at the same time, or I don't know if I should make it about the fact that he doesn't want to be in a relationship, which is going somewhere. I want commitment. I'm 39. He's older than me. How about make it about nothing? I'm not, don't answer his call again. You have that right too. You don't have to ever talk to this guy again. (laughs) Oh, for sure. We love them. Oh, for sure. No, I mean, I I get that. I mean, like I said, we can love someone and not have respect for them. You can really love a person, but the more you're going to have a guy like this in your energy and the more you're telling the universe, this is what I want. This is who I want to sleep to it with at night, especially long distance. I am, mm-hmm. I am really not, I'm not going to have anything positive to say about a long distance relationship, unless that person's in the military or for some reason, no, you're just, you're avoiding having real love, local love, something real in your life. This long distance stuff is a bunch of drama. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of drama. And, um, you know, this guy, I would accept his no, he wants to stay with his girlfriend. That's a deal breaker for me. I love you staying with your girlfriend. It's a deal breaker. I I worry. I I put up with it so long. What if you put up with something for like a year? Can you create boundaries after that long? (laughs) You can create a boundary whenever you want to. You can suddenly turn something upside down Mm -hmm. and say, this does not work for me anymore. I'm not doing it this way anymore. I've had clients who they're having sex regularly with a man and they're like, Adrian, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to go back to just dating. And they tell the guy, you know, I want to stop having sex with you. He goes, well, you did it last night. Why can't we do it tonight? Right? Mm -hmm. Well, this is how I feel. I do not want to have sex anymore until I'm in a committed relationship with someone. That's my boundary. Who cares what the guy thinks? So Karen, I'm going to tell you what's going on. Mm -hmm. You're afraid of making a guy mad and you're afraid of losing this guy for good. So he's going to get angry at you Mm -hmm. and you're going to lose him for good. But what I want to ask you is what are you really losing? And so what if he gets angry? So what if he gets mad? So what? This is your life. You're not living your life and orchestrating years of your life and being 39. You're not doing this to keep some man happy with you. And a man that's not working in your life, the relationship's not working. You got to have that real talk with yourself about what does it really mean to love me? Mm -hmm. Do I love myself more than I love this man? And I think those are the hard questions you have to ask yourself as we have all had to ask (laughs) Thank you so much. I, I hope that that helps. And thank you um, so much. Happy really belated was. birthday. Oh, thank you. That's sweet. <laughs> all right, girls. This has been a great session with you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, you can find me over on my website, everheartcoaching.com. Check out my programs there. I have my YouTube channel and I have iHeart Love Academy, which is my online Facebook group. And 
you might not know this, but I actually have a newsletter. And if I get a little lazy posting on social media, you better believe I post in my newsletter and my blog on my website at everheartcoaching.com. Again, thanks everybody for kicking this off with me. Much love to you all and I'll see you. Hi, this is Adrian Everhart and I'm curious, are you ready to attract a loving partner and create your very own happily ever after? Maybe you've seen my growing list of testimonials on my Instagram page, or somehow you've been drawn to my work with feminine energy. I've helped a lot of women find true love, get engaged, married, and some even remarried. I want to help do the same wonderful thing in your life. I want to share Fem Tools for Dating. It's a program on my website and it's waiting for you. You see, dating can feel really difficult, and I teach you how to go from feeling invisible and intimidated online to creating connection with men and calling forth quality men into your life. Step by step, I guide you from the very first hello to happily ever after. I teach you so many feminine energy tools along the way and so, so much more. Now, if you want a coach that gets results and has methods that have helped women all over the world, Fem Tools is available when you need it. So head on over to my website. That's Everheart Coaching, E-V-E-R-H-E-A-R-T Coaching, and look for Fem. That stands for Feminine Energy Mindset Method. Trust me, ladies, this very affordable program does not disappoint.